Yeah, it's National Taco Day, Slee. So it's it's not super common that you and I are in full agreement on, oh, yeah, that's the best one. Carne asada taco, yep. corn tortilla, little cilantro, little lime, a little white onion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like, uh, I'm a salsa verde guy, you want to put that in there. You're a guacamole guy. A guacamole guy. on sure. there with a little salsa. Sure. I mean, that's that's You easy. know, the best is when they, it's, uh, they just kind of pack in three or four of those just together, right? You got the double tortillas, right? Double corn tortillas. Sure. You just pack them in. Like there's no space for anything else. So when you get your three and yeah. they have double barreled tortillas, right? Mm-hmm. So you you have six tortillas. Do you intentionally spill some of the stuff out of each taco so you can build like two more tacos? Okay. <laughs> this is because incredibly that's the important. Way to do it. This is incredibly important. When they overstack, it's a small tortilla. Yeah. They overstack it. There's too much on there already. Two tacos. I'm not taking two. T- I don't need that much bread. <laughs> you know what I do? Like you just said. It's under. It's yeah. like it becomes my plate. Everything falling off, maybe on purpose. I let a couple of things fall off. All right, enough onion hasn't fallen off. Let me knock one of the two of those off. You know what I just created? I just created another taco. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. See, we're we're yeah. we're, we're we're figuring this out. Second best taco is. Come on, get it right. You're on a, you're you're on a little bit of a of a heater here. I'll go fish taco. Yes, that's my that's my that's second correct. favorite. Yeah, fish taco that is the second. But best. I am a pollo asado fan too, and I, I know you're that's not crazy down, about chicken, you know but I'm I'm a chicken. That's one of those things. If that's what you have, I'm thrilled to eat. Yeah. It. But if there are other options, I'm going in a different yeah. direction. If all, for instance, I had chicken tacos when I got home for dinner mm-hmm. last night. They were wonderful. But had there been, oh, I don't know, carnitas, I'm probably going to hit that ahead of chicken. If there had been al pastor, I'd probably hit that ahead of chicken. Look, let's say we're going to a taco truck and there's a the langua way, taco there i'm gonna i'm gonna give that a shot don't you have to change the date of national taco day and it has to be on a tuesday it feels like, like it thanksgiving for thursday <laughs> yeah, there's certain things like that. that just have to be changed i'll tell you what this is how you know it's a big game monday night football Oof, at chargers Raiders. stadium chargers raiders tonight watch the highlights after lakers talk 7 to 9 p.m <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting. What? Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Why I, do you do that? I need because I I'm fully aware of your Laker schedule, like with the games, and uh-huh. and I'm not gonna lie, kind of enjoying that it starts with an eight at this point. It kind of puts a little bit of a smile on my face. I compl- Lakers talk is off of my radar. I don't really well, put that into the. That's equation. your problem, and I guarantee no, you there'll be Laker fans problem. driving around tonight <laughs> that want to talk about the Lake Show. Absolutely. So this is how you know it's a big game. Not just mm-hmm. Monday night. Raiders three and zero. Chargers two and one. But you've got Charger fans. You called them out, Slee, and they're responding. They're responding on the Dr Pepper call in line. Let's go to CP in Hacienda Heights. CP, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? How you guys doing? Um, before I get started, I just want to give a shout out to my grandfather Jose Luis Lopez. We buried him this Saturday. Rest in peace to my grandfather. Um, the, uh, so I'm a Chargers fan. I've been a Chargers fan since we were. They were in San Diego. Uh, when they when they came to Los Angeles, I knew what was going to happen. It was going to be basically, uh, it looks like we're going to be the Clippers over here. And we had Phillip Rivers and it wasn't looking good, but we could be drafted Justin Herbert. So now I'm kind of on the on the side of, well, maybe we could do something here. Tonight's a big game for us. I th- And I'm going to the game tonight with my brother, my father, and my brother's wife, who are all Raiders fans, and I'm a Chargers fan. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird office that we got going on. But I believe this is a big game for us because if we could take this game, we could we could take the division lead right now. If we take this game, we will have wins over the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Broncos, like you guys said, nobody's really worried about them. Yeah. So tonight we could go if we could go and and you, I know how you guys said like it's basically gonna be a road game. But keep in mind we just came back from Kansas City. True. With the Chiefs, which was a road game. You know what I mean? So we're the the the, the, the fan noise. We just came back from a 
No, CP, I think you bring up a really good point. I, I think that, and you know, condolences on your grandfather. Um, you bring up a very good point. The Chargers are used to playing in hostile environments. They've played well. They're used to it. Yeah, and what he just said, the Chargers are a win away tonight against the Raiders from having some real momentum and being good. They're, they're I don't know if there's a best in the AFC right now. Maybe it's Buffalo. Maybe, you know, you could probably throw the Chiefs in there even though they've gotten off to a weird start. Baltimore. Baltimore, sure. Mm -hmm. If the Chargers win tonight and they have a win against Kansas City in Kansas City, a win against a previously unbeaten Raiders team in a hostile environment. A look, win against the Raiders in, in, their, in, in their – In Raider 2.0 home, right? But I'm, I'm not wrong. That's a Those are two okay. really good wins, and you're feeling a certain way about this Charger team. So this is what I think is also fascinating. Um, Trav, think of it this way, all right? You are the Chargers on a nationally televised game. What do the Chargers usually do in this type of predicament situation? What do they usually do? They lose. They don't win games like this. Right. What do the Raiders usually do in predicaments like this? Same. Same thing. <laughs> right. I, I'm, we're not too far different. It's not like we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Patriots of where they were, other AFC teams, or go to the NFC. NFC, you kind of have your Seattle's always had big win. Mm -hmm. No, this is the Chargers and the Raiders. Nobody's talking about these two squads being the elite of the NFL. Both of them find themselves in a similar predicament. The Raiders can be 4-0 and after tonight. I think if the Raiders win tonight, they are looked at differently. They're looked at as a legitimately good team that's off to a very, very good start. I still think there's a little questioning about where the Raiders are. Look, the, the Raiders could have lost that ball, probably should have lost should that have lost Baltimore the Baltimore game. game. But they didn't. The they won, they is what no, it is. No, for yep. sure. Mm -hmm. they, they're 3-0, they're and but this win, I think, puts them in a different – because I think everybody agrees the Chargers are good. Now, whether or not they're popular, that's the question that we're still trying to figure that's out. That's okay. Because this is what's going on from people with Palmdale, like Chris in Palmdale. Chris, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? What up, sweet tea and big daddy Slee? How you guys doing? What's going on, Chris? Hey, Thanks Chris. for calling in. All right, check this out. The Las Vegas Raiders of Los Angeles <laughs> will beat the San Diego Chargers tonight, 38-14. All these Charger fans, let me tell you, my brother's at the stadium right now. I'm actually headed to SoFi right now to tailgate. You know They've the game starts at 11. It's 11 a.m. <laughs> Just FYI, it's 11. Yeah. But get out there, Chris. That's get out there. That's, that's why the Raider fans aren't calling right now. We're too busy out there already partying, <laughs> getting ready to win again tonight. Now, these games, yeah, you said we should have lost. Yeah, we should have. Raiders always lose those games. But you know what? They won those games. And, uh, you know, that's what sh I I'm pretty excited about this season. Like I said, the Raiders will win tonight. The Charger fans, all they can do is talk. That's all they have. They're the Clippers of the NFL. Mm. Zero rings. Love you guys, man. Have a great day. Appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. Chris. They're the out Clippers there Clippers of the NFL. It's not far off. No. It's not far off. It's really off. not. It fits. It's There's a big difference between the Clippers and the uh, and the Chargers. Which is? Steve Bomber's got some money. Yeah. He's got some money. Yeah. Oh, no. no okay. That's a huge yeah, he's, he's, yeah, 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 he's no. good. When it comes to resources, Bomber and Inglewood's a little different than Dean Spano's well, in Inglewood. Well, Bomber, at least in the soon-to-be uh, future, near future, Into will, it dome. will own his own place yeah. as opposed to being a tenant of yeah. another team, which the Chargers are and seemingly will be for quite some time. Let's try another one. Uh, Los Angeles this time. And Jacob. Jacob, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys, uh, this is a bonus Ask Lee question. You know, right. if Trav and I sit down for some wings and they put a plate of 50 wings in front of us, mm. we know what's about to happen. If I sit down with Slee 
is he putting the napkin in the neck? A lot of question marks. Yep, a lot of question with marks. The, yep. With a fork and a knife and saying I'm full after three. <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know it's if that's question. really an ask Lee Jacob is more of just a description of events that well, might no, take he's, place. He's curious. Okay, what kind? What would we get? First of all, let me You're say this. You're not a napkin in the shirt guy, are you? No. Okay. Jacob, Thank appreciate goodness. you calling in. Um, this is the thing. Why at 11.05 are you still allowing ass sleeves? Because they're good. Did, did you not hear what I said at the beginning of uh, the second or third segment where everybody that comes up to me at these uh, Rams games, yeah. pre and post, hey, okay. where's Al? Where's Al? Ask Lee. Ask so Lee. Let, let, me, like let me give a quick example here. Okay. Gets a little ugly. It gets a little ugly out there with wings. Because what, what are you gonna do? Lean yeah. into it. It just yeah, you, you just Lean have to. It. By the way, the napkin's probably gonna fall off, and then it's on the ground. So now I can't use a napkin anymore. Gotta stack uh, to start. You just you gotta you just up. gotta do it. I don't like eating these types of things in public. I think you and I have talked about it. There's something about being in the comfort of your own home where you can just be your regular environment animal matters. self. Environment like if you're at a sports bar, yeah, and you're, it's fine. You can you can eat with your elbows and nobody cares. Mm-hmm. But if you are I don't know, on a date or something like that, you probably don't want to be hammering wings. Yeah, at a business dinner, you're trying to close a deal. It's like, you get the six, let me get drumsticks only. Yeah, take wings, all flats, extra crispy, 30. That's probably not a good way to do it. Travis, bones going everywhere as you bring the contract (laughs) over. for my bones? Can you just bring me one of those baskets? Handing a pen? (laughs) Just buffalo sauce all over it <laughs> travis lee is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the goodyear hotline look raider fans i know you're out there and i and i know that you guys represent Some of them already squad. tailgating you guys are already tailgating the charger fans are taking care of their business on the phone so far this morning i'm just telling you it is lopsided let's go to lewis next lewis you're on with travis and slee what's going on lou how we doing all right Charger fans here right on all right, what do you think tonight? Hey, Talk uh, a little bit. Run, run, you're, listen, you're sitting at two and one. You got a chance to be on top of the AFC West by the time tonight's all said and done. How, how are you feeling about tonight's game? And what do you think that environment's going to be like at SoFi? Yeah, the environment might be lopsided, but we're better statistically. You remember, our defense is better than theirs. Our offense duel, our wide receiver duel is better than theirs. So we got a running game. We're going to out beat them. No problem. Easy. Raider fans are just going there because they want to go party. We're going there to win. Look, I think that either team could win this game. This does not feel like one team needs to do something weird to win. They're, they're both pretty good. I think the Chargers are better. doesn't mean that they're going to win the game. I think the Chargers are better because I think they have a better quarterback. I think the Chargers are better because they the, the wins that they've had have felt less fluky than the ones that the, the Raiders had. That doesn't mean anything other than they're going to play tonight at 5 o'clock and that the Raiders could easily win that game. But just on paper, for me, Al, the Chargers feel like the better team. Well, I'll go back to this. Um, whoever ends up you know, coming out of this game has got to feel so good about themselves. And, and listen, I've watched enough Chargers football where these are the games they lose. Chargers lose games like but this. so do the Raiders. So, so if they wash. won this – you're, you're <laughs> right. But if they won this game, now listen, that's that's something to stand on. Three and one through the first four games, a couple good wins on top of the AFC West. And for the Raiders, you go 4-0. We're talking about the Cardinals are the best team in the NFL. Raiders are all of a sudden going to be in a conversation. that I, I still don't think is fair. I want to see them against maybe KC, some of these other teams, but we'll go from there. It's week to week, but I don't know if there is a best team in the NFL. I felt like the Rams were after three weeks, but seeing the egg that they laid and looking yeah. how good Arizona was. But are you? do you want to say out loud that the Cardinals are the best team in the league? I don't think that they can are. I, I don't know you, who's better, but it doesn't feel like that. Can I tell you something about yesterday? Yesterday was overwhelming. It's a lot going on. 
I mean, you know, we got the Lakers game who was tipping off at uh, 12.30, and they got TVs at Staples Center. A couple of these TVs got the games on, and then you got the Dodgers game that's on, and the Giants are playing the Padres. Yesterday was a very overwhelming day in sports. I don't know how you felt, but doing the Rams, the pre, all that stuff, did you find yourself uh, Did you find yourself refreshing ESPN 39 times I yesterday had, and look at everything on? Well, I had like 17 different tabs open on my computer, yeah. and I was toggling back and forth. No, it was a great day. Um Rams would have made it a little better. Dodgers would have made it a little better. The Dodgers did their business. The Giants, of course, they, they don't lose games. Which brings us to the next question. Have we seen the last of Clayton Kershaw? I did not think so before Friday. And then we saw what we saw. We saw him take the baseball, all those things. And the question is, is that it? Is that the end of the line? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you, Chris. Um, here's the deal. What's going on? Instagram, Facebook? I, I don't I, know. Yeah, no, they, look, the end of the world is near for a mm-hmm. variety of reasons. This is just added to the list that these websites have gone down. I have my test tomorrow, my weigh-in, my lab right. work is getting done tomorrow. So I got to get through one more day before I you can good? go back to living my life. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm more than good. I am comfortably under the line. I have done really good work for about three, close to four weeks. I, I'm ready to go. All right, this is a perfect segue. Remember I told you, I think I mentioned this. I said that I, I got to get back in the gym. Mm-hmm. So I was going to, I think on Friday I was telling you I was going to try to go back to the gym. Long story short, Saturday morning, 8.30, did one of those classes. All right, this is uh, one of those like conditioning weight. Uh, like an orange theory With dumbbells. Yeah. You could say it's kind of like that. Okay. I am so incredibly sore these last two days when i was walking from staples center back to the studio yesterday i looked like i was 67 years old coming off of a, a marathon or something and all i was doing was just like your own body weight type of stuff my legs then tell me okay you just got a squat and you got this no, my that's the worst. my legs don't understand what any of that means no that's a bad deal so the charger fans are winning so far today Charger fans have sent me some tweets. One was, the reason that the Raiders aren't calling is because they're out of boost mobile minutes. <laughs> Pretty funny. This is from uh, uh, Yee Herbert Tucker. That last Raiders caller said that they're all on their way to the stadium, and that's why they aren't calling. No, they're on their way to the stadium already because they're all unemployed and can get there early. Okay, so we've already deteriorated into you don't have jobs and Got you have bad cell phone plans. Got very personal. Always does. Look, let's treat each other with a little respect inside the stadium tonight. I'd like that place to still be standing when I come back for the uh, the Lions game that's coming up. All right, so just a quick reminder here, 710 ESPN, the only station giving you a chance to win – one freaking million dollars. This isn't a national contest. It's a local contest right here for ESPN LA. Listen all day to uh, today to play Million Dollar Mondays. Just for playing the game today, you'll win Rams-Lions tickets for Sunday, October 24th at SoFi Stadium. So just take a listen. 
uh, we're kind of teasing this now. Million Dollar Mondays. We're going to give away Rams line tickets. A chance to win a million dollars. We'll do it all through the day. Um, Sedano and Cap will do it. Mason and Island will do it as well. All football season long, too. So you got a bunch of chances to win. But, you know, make it today. Make it today. And you got a chance to do that. All right. want to play this for you. This is Clayton Kershaw, who, after leaving the game early on Friday night, um, had the same left forearm tightness that he had that kept him out for the better part of a couple of months yeah. earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, He's almost certainly not going to be available in the postseason. You know, you never say never, but it does not look good at all, which means that seeing him walk off the mound Friday night at Dodger Stadium might be the last time that he pitches in a Dodger uniform. He's saying, well, not quite worried about that yet. No, you know, I've said this before. My future is going to take care of itself. I'm not really worried about that right now. I just, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to be a part of the moment right now, and I want to be – and I want it to be um, – with this group going through October. That was my, that was my only focus this whole year. Um, once I got hurt was just to come back and make it up for this month. So that's the, that's the hard part right now is knowing that, um, it's going to be a challenge to, to even contribute at all, uh, this next month. But, um, as far as anything else goes, I, I haven't wrapped my head around it and, um, I don't plan to anytime soon. I'm just excited to watch these guys next month. Okay, and, and I get that, and it's got to be incredibly difficult emotionally to gear up for another World Series run, to be a big part of that World Series run, and then just have the, the rug pulled out from underneath you right at the finish line. I, I get it, and that would be brutal. But you know what I haven't heard from him? You know what I haven't heard from anybody in Dodger management? What I haven't heard from Dave Roberts along the way is, guys, we all want him to finish his career as a Dodger. We all want him back. We all want a way for Clayton Kershaw to not wear another uniform other than a Dodger uniform. Uh, Dave Roberts, it was difficult. It was his last home start. You just don't know what the future will predict, so I wanted it to be special for him and his family. It didn't end the way that we hoped. You, not one – hey, these things tend to work themselves out. We want him here. I haven't heard from Clayton Kershaw say, look, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. I'd love to stay. I, I still don't think he's going to go, but the possibility that he might walk out the door, might go to Texas, might go somewhere else, feels more real to me now, Slee, than it has at any other point. I, I, I don't know. I think it's a tough conversation to have when you're in the minute, middle of a pennant race. You know, And I'm not even being obtuse when I say he's not anymore. He's not, correct, but should Clay and Kershaw be the topic right yeah. now? I think it's a little bit of a distraction. I Put it this way. If Kershaw was okay and he's going to pitch in these playoffs, a lot of the conversation about Kershaw was going to be, well, where do you put him? Is he, if you're in a position where it's him or Julio, you're taking Julio, right? Of or course. is, or, or is Kershaw's, you know, whatever, whatever he's, the conversation. He's the used to fourth be. guy in okay. those four guys. Now that's not the case anymore. And I think you know the question mark about what's going to happen to Kershaw's future. I think it's fair. You know, I I I think a lot of people are wondering where what's going to be more important for Kershaw going into next season, and maybe it has to do with how the rest of this season plays out. Chad, let me throw out an example. Let's say the Dodgers beat St. Louis on Wednesday, and then they do what Vegas has them with the odds, and they go out and they mow through the rest of uh, Major League Baseball, and they win back-to-back -back World Series championships, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does Kershaw say, A, I got two under my belt. You know what? What a ride it was here in L.A. I'm going to go back to my hometown. Or does Kershaw say, we got a chance to go in three, and I wasn't really a part of that second one. I want to be a part of it. Or let's say they lose. No, I want to come back with the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
I think there's a lot of scenarios that can play out, and I, I think it's difficult to have that conversation today because they're in the middle of this pennant race. I, I, I get that, and I, and I think you're right. But the fact that there's a couple of buzzwords that were not said makes you me— You want to hear something uh, yeah, that gives— just, Yeah, just a couple of things, because really we're talking about three options, right? They're, they're, Clayton Kershaw has three options. Come back to the Dodgers, right? Come uh, retire, which seems unlikely because he's still an effective major league 33 pitcher. years old. And and there's a ton of money to be made. Sure. Like, look, I, sure. I get it. He's already made a ton of money, but there's another $100 there's million 50 out there. Million, there's $50 million, $75 million, million, million you're so going to go get. There's it. money out there to be had. All he has to do is scratch his name on a contract, and he's going to make another 25 50 70, Who knows what the number might be. And then there's go pitch somewhere else. And really the somewhere else feels really narrow. It, I, I just – the one you've heard over and over again is the Texas Rangers. And here's something I was thinking about when trying to figure out where maybe which way the wind is blowing. More or less, since Clayton Kershaw has shown up in the major leagues, the Dodgers have been somewhere between good to very good. Okay? He has really not had to go through much major league experience where the team is not a good team. Sure. Right? This is a team that's going to the postseason for the ninth consecutive year. Eight. They're good. Does he really want to go pitch? For a Texas Ranger team that's going to go 75 wins, does this, he want this to be, year? Yeah. 60 and 102. Last season, shortened season, 22 and 38, 78 and 84, 67 and 95, 78 and 84. It, you're you're basically becoming an irrelevant player on an ir- irrelevant team. Do you want to go pitch on that team? Maybe he does. M- maybe, maybe. Doesn't but it, sound appealing. Clayton Kershaw has struck me as an unbelievable competitor mm-hmm. his entire career. And if you go there, and look, let, let's just call it like it is. He's not at the point in his career where if they add him, all of a sudden they're a contender. He's 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 not that. It's he's not that pitcher anymore. He's a guy that can pitch in your Fourth rotation. Fourth best pitcher on this team, maybe. It might be fifth the by the time the season. Mm-hmm. It might be fifth. That's another wrinkle to this. Does he want to end his career in a place where I was the number one guy for twelve years, and now all of a sudden I'm the fifth guy? Maybe not. These are all the things. But what no one has said is, I want to end my career as a Dodger. What mm-hmm. no one has said on the other side is, we would hate to see him wear another uniform. None of these things are out there. And again, I think he comes back. And I'll tell you this too. I am not a terribly emotional sports fan when it comes to deciding who to keep, who to let go. I'm, I'm much more analytical. Okay, this time to make better a year early than a year too late. Not with him. Not with him. He he gets the Kobe deal. He gets to come in here, whatever the number may be. He makes like $35 million now. Land on 25 or 20 or whatever it is. Give him what he needs to pitch another couple of years in the Dodger uniform, in Dodger Stadium. Maybe it's not the best baseball move, but I think he is the one out of 100 guy that you make an exception for. There's a for. difference. You know, when you say, I think it's interesting actually you bring up the Kobe deal. The Kobe deal, you had the opportunity to give Kobe his curtain call mm-hmm. for the final two years. Remember, it's two mm-hmm. years, $48 million, something along those lines. Sure. But the difference between the Dodgers and the Lakers – Dodgers are competing for they World are. Series. The Lakers, unfortunately, for Kobe's final couple of years with the with you know the organization, there was nothing really to play for. I, I wonder if the Dodgers, what if they can't find that number? What if there is no happy medium? What if there is because they're such a responsible organization? They are. They are. And but here's the thing: Have the Dodgers not gotten a deal done based exclusively on economics? No. They're willing. They they went out and got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner and took on a ton of payroll. They're in a luxury. But there's your ace, and there's also a guy you're making a case for for MVP. I get it, and and I hear what you're saying. I don't think it's going to be. Hey, I'd like to make twenty seven million dollars a year, and they're offering four. 
I, I don't. I don't. No, no, I, no, I, no. I think it's no, going to no, be no. one of these. Hey, I want twenty-seven. We're offering twenty. Let's just call it twenty-five and keep it moving. You know what it could be? It could be the difference of if he decides. Okay, you know what? It's not going to be with the Dodgers. Either it's a stupid deal somebody else is offering. He almost can't walk away with. But I, I think I'm going to go back to your earlier point that you made. This guy has never really experienced bad baseball. No. I just gave you the record of the Texas Rangers over the course of the last five years. That's awful baseball. If it's going to be more important of your location, and when I say money as in the money's just going to come because you're playing Kershaw, or it's going to be, no, I want to make sure every single year I got a chance at a World Series. And that's here. And even with, and you're right, the difference between the Dodgers and the Lakers, one's competing for a championship, the Lakers were not. If Clayton Kershaw is your fifth best pitcher, you're competing yeah, for a championship. Yeah, you're, you're in good shape. You are absolutely exactly where you need to be. All right. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance Cars, Homes, Boats, Motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive. All right, it's uh, time for the Stat Hero Weekend Hero. Uh, Okay, fantasy football winners. So I'm going to kind of list these out for you, Trav. Okay. See what Josh Allen did yesterday? Big day. Do you see what Patrick Mahomes did yesterday? I think think you saw what Kyler Murray did. Those are your Uh. stat heroes of the weekend. Um, Those are guys, and I know that's from a quarterback position. All of them were delivering. Here's another name I'm going to throw out there. Dak Prescott was amazing. So if you had him in fantasy. uh, Stat hero, we've kind of spent a lot of time talking about this. You get to go up. You know what I would do if I'm playing stat hero? I'm not trying to go up against Josh Allen. (laughs) I'm not trying to go up against Kyler Murray, some of these other players. Cooper Cup let me down for the first time all season. I've been riding high with Cooper cup that was the guy that and they tried to force the ball to him yesterday he only had five catches it just it was it was not a good day for the rams whether it was on the field or on stat hero do you take those stuff personal like do you find yourself when cooper cup has a game like that yes do you I mean, kind he's, of he's it, doing it to me yeah if you see him at a press conference <laughs> there's a, a little bit of <laughs> what's up with that performance on my stat hero app on week four come on all right stat hero exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the travis and sleeva show stat hero the first ever daily daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Uh, make sure to go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. All right, coming up next, it is Fact or Cap, and Al, you're going to need to get your bus pass out for one of these. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh-oh, I'm having microphone issues, Al. It's, uh needs... To be tightened you up. You gotta a hold bit. it up. Yeah. I feel like I'm old school. Maybe remember Monday Night Football when Howard Cosell would wear the microphone around his neck? Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna need one of those apparatuses like a baby Bjorn for my mic. I might pull my mic away because I think you're since you're holding it, you can actually bring the mic to me when it's my turn to <laughs> like talk. An interview. Just go back and forth. There you go. Perfect. A little old school interview. Remember Ralph Lawler? He used to hold his microphone the whole game. I wouldn't play by play. I oh did. yeah, that's right. That's right. That that would be very hard to do. Bingo. I like to wave my arms around. I need to gesticulate when I'm saying things along the way. But before we do any of that, Factor Cap. Last night's Sunday Night Football game gave us a ton of memeable content, which is yes. amazing. Yes. We love, the, we love to see it. Um, but what we haven't talked about yet is Bill Belichick himself. He was caught using a pencil as a toothpick. So 
using a pencil as a toothpick isn't that weird. Travis, fact or cap? Fact. I, I've I've <laughs> picked stuff out of my teeth with far worse things than a pencil. So I, I'm not going to... Pencil kind of scares me a little bit because if you jab your gums, you could give yourself uh, some stuff. But no, I look, I, I, um, uh, I'm very guilty of picking things out of my teeth with things that isn't exclusively dental floss so i'm not going to judge bill i'm going to judge him it's cap <laughs> um you're not supposed to be throwing lead in in between your teeth <laughs> i'm with you you can Why throw a lot little... of things in there but sunflower what are you supposed seed, to do you're supposed to sunflower seeds fantastic there's a lot of things you could use um a paper clip uh, i mean you could find Metal? yeah if you kind of you know if, if it's a thin one things along those lines <laughs> But a pencil, yeah. you got to like sharp the thing. I mean, how's it even getting in between the teeth? You got, wait, are we getting lead poisoning here in the process? <laughs> Maybe he was having a sandwich at halftime. There's a little piece of bologna or something stuck between his teeth. By the way. And he needed to fish it out of there. Okay. What are you going to do? I know Bill is Bill, but uh-huh. a couple things from yesterday's game. First of all, when Tom Brady passed Drew Brees, yeah. um, nothing stopped. They just did a quick little, hey, congratulations to, to Tom Brady. Second and four. Uh, second and four. <laughs> right? It was one of those. Tom and this, Brady even got mad because they were in no huddle offense, and he was like, what are we doing? Oh, oh TB was not messing around, which I like it even more. He's like, no, now's not the time to congratulate me for passing something that no other quarterback other than Drew Brees has done. Put that to the side. How awkward was there just kind of at the end? We just not act a little normal here, and Belichick uh, well, looks see, so um, uncomfortable telling Tom Brady congratulations on the win and calling <laughs> he, it a day. He absolutely was. You're, you're right about that. But see, you and I look at the world differently. I think that the jumping off point is you look at things and think, why aren't they the way they're supposed to be? Yep. And I look at them as to, that's what Bill Belichick has done 100 out of 100 times. He wasn't going to make an exception. He's a bad guy when it comes to stuff like that. I'm not saying he's a bad guy in the grand sense of the world, but when it comes to recognizing achievements and being yeah. a, a human being with empathy and love towards someone else, he's a bad guy. I'm just he saying, wasn't going to do it differently I'm just saying, yesterday. He should have held him for 20 seconds, whispered in his ear. Sh- should have. You're amazing. Yes. Was going to. Not a chance. I love you. Not a chance. You should come back next year. Yeah, good job. We're on to us. TB was amazing. Tom he's, Brady was amazing. He's, he's, no, his, he's, he's his, good at that stuff. Belichick's post, bad guy. His post-game press conference about kind of talking about the environment and all this, and then always going back to, well, then we just had to, you know, we're just really happy we got to win. They were just so prepared. It was such a tough match. The dude was You know who you get post. along with? My wife. Because my wife, my, my wife would always says, well, why don't they do that? Yeah. And I'm like, because they always do it like that. Why did you think the 10,000th and first time was going to be the difference? The 10,000 times leading up to it, it it's all gone exactly comes back to way. don't stick a pencil in between your teeth. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so this comes from I was watching a ton of Squid Game this weekend. If you haven't watched it, would recommend. But it's in Korean. So you will watch something with subtitles over something that is dubbed. Alan, is this fact or cap? I'm fact on that. I'll do some subtitles. I'm okay with that. I've gone to a couple movies where they're in some foreign language. I don't know what the hell's going on. Throw me some subtitles. I'll read through the thing. Now, granted, I don't usually watch a movie thinking I'm reading a book, <laughs> but in a weird way, it actually makes you more focused. Like you're actually watching the movie. You have to pay more attention. You can't just sit around and get on your phone because you're going to miss what the hell's going on. <laughs> it, it, takes your attention so I'm, I'm okay with the subtitles yeah subtitles over dubbing for sure that's yeah. a fact D- dubbing you're constantly trying to wait was that that's not what they said <laughs> that that didn't match up everything feels like a godzilla Forget movie you. from the 
40s. Yeah, it yeah. just and everything's dubbed all weird. Yeah, don't give me some Parasite was kind of a game changer for me. It oh, was yeah, so, yeah. It was Parasite, so good fantastic one. That you you just kind of get weird into the rhythm movie. of super weird yeah. movie. But you get into the rhythm of reading the subtitles. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. All right. Another thing that happened to my friend this weekend, she got a nasty note put on her car, even though her parking job wasn't that bad. So I'm going to need you to define wasn't that bad, first of all, because... <laughs> she in between the lines. There, was she, she was on a line, or was she leaning towards the other parking? She was in between the lines, okay. and there was plenty of space to open doors. But then she got a message saying, sorry, I had to crawl through my door to get into my car. Okay, guys, take a step back. Um, so, That's you awesome. would... You would leave a note on someone's car if they did a bad parking job. Travis, is this factor cap? Uh, cap. I would never write that note. I would. Never, I wouldn't do it because I'm lazy. I, you took the words. Right. Yeah. Uh, now you're asking me to get back <laughs> in the car, find the pencil Where's that's the pen? buried at the bottom of that thing in the middle, the the armrest. Uh, always. I got to find an old McDonald's receipt to mm-hmm. write on the back of it. There's just there's so many different things that I it's need a lot to go of work. through. And I'm not gonna really ever see you. No, I'm it's just a gonna a lot of work. I'm gonna mutter some four letter things under my breath and yep. just keep it moving. I'm not gonna say or write anything. Only time you leave a note. If, if you hit somebody. Yeah, you gave somebody a little... Uh, yeah, if you hit somebody's car, here's my name, here's my number, here's my insurance, sorry, call me. Which, LA, appreciate it, because I got a couple of jabs here on the bumper and nobody said anything. <laughs> there are no notes. I don't know if that's a shopping cart or if somebody actually hit me. Nonetheless... Karma will take care of that. I, I'm not... Karma, you're right, we'll take yeah. care of that. I'm not going out of my way to write a note and then also talk about what the weather is tomorrow. I, I, I don't sit at... Uh, my girl will tell me if you're going to write a note to them, you could write a note for me before you write somebody else. A note. I, I, I'm I'm suspect Emily though on your friend's accounting of her parking 100%. job because yeah. because to get somebody angry enough yep. to write a note, it yeah, had you, to have been pretty bad. You're in the other lane. I I will find the evidence if it was on Instagram. So unfortunately, it is not loading right now, but I will post it on Twitter. Here's here's another question: If there's you know between a parking stall, mm-hmm. are there two lines or is there one line? Okay. If there's two lines, okay, the first line is kind of like everything's still okay. You start approaching that second line, you're in their territory. <laughs> Look, don't hit the lines. The car's big. Unless you're driving a Hummer, the car's big enough to be in there without touching lines on either side. Let's just keep it moving. All right. You could get around solely with public transportation for a week, and this means trains or buses, no Ubers. Alan, factor cap. Why does this happen? This this just when you get put in a certain environment. So I'm gonna go fact on this. Okay. I can get around. Okay. When you get put in a certain environment, you go travel to New York City. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna use public transportation. I, I went international and I was in Istanbul. I mentioned to you, it's all public transportation. So I was I was all in. It took me, you know, some time to figure it all out, but I was all in. If you told me it's fact anywhere else I go, but if you told me in LA, hey Al, get down to Santa Monica from downtown, and you're only going to use public transportation, <laughs> I'm going to end up in Arcadia. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Same thing. Go Apaches. Yeah, no, look, it's it's uh, cap. I I could absolutely not do it. I there's no chance. I don't even know what to do when you get on a bus. Like, do I pay you? Do I tell you where I want to go? That's a great go? question. Do, do I ask the driver, like, can you take me home before the rest of the people hmm. on the bus? Here's my... I, I don't understand I like how that. it works. Yeah. I see people standing on the side. I get that the bus picks you up there, but do you just ride it until you get kind of close? To, I, I don't know. Can I don't you know imagine being I'm at LAX? LA, I don't know how to do a bus. Can you imagine being at LAX and they say, you can only get home, you can't use Uber, you can't use Lyft. You have to take public transportation to get to your house. I'm hitchhiking. I would... 
literally have no idea. I'm throwing it back. I'm going thumb out by that little crab-looking thing at the airport. <laughs> and I'm just, hey, look, this is I. they're asking me to use the bus. I've got no shot. I thought I what saw Sliwa on the 405. <laughs> he was walking. No, the, I'd have a better chance in at the a train. the median. I'd have a better chance at a train, but still not a very good one. Because I know the train can't take me home. The bus, I, I try to negotiate with the driver. All right, last one. This is based off of the Sunday Night Football game with Brady returning back home questions, to uh, New England. If Kershaw left, you would welcome him back to Dodger Stadium with cheers. Travis, is this factor cap? Fact, 100%. I would. I hope he doesn't leave. I, I think that he's one of the very few athletes that I would make an exception. I would make a bad deal to keep him here. I, you know, Just put it as simply as possible. I would make a bad deal to keep Clayton Kershaw in a Dodger uniform. Uh, if he decided to go somewhere else for other reasons, I would welcome him back, standing O, the whole thing. No hard feelings whatsoever after everything he's done for that team. So it's not only fact. I think there's certain players, it doesn't even matter if they were representing your team at some point. Kershaw's one of those guys. He goes out on the road. You give him some love. It's one of the best to ever do it, right? Tom Brady, I'm going to use this as an example. Tom Brady went to Foxborough yesterday. Didn't it seem like Trav? I'm like, nah, that's not even good enough. They should be giving him more. When he was doing his post-game interview, I could see fans in the background being told to, like, escort out. I'm like, <laughs> let them let wait. Enjoy it. Let them freaking see one of the greatest to ever do it and certainly somebody that brought so many championships to Foxborough. There's certain players. Kobe, we talked about it, his farewell tour. Every single place that Kobe Bryant went to in those final two years, but specifically that last year, he got what he deserved. Absolutely. I think this is an easy one. No, look, I, I think that it's about as lazy a sports talk as there is, but the whole Mount Rushmore, if you had to Mount Rushmore of this organization or that organization, Clinton Kershaw is on it. He comes back whenever he wants. He gets whatever he wants. Let's make him feel as welcome as possible for as long as possible. But if he does leave... I'm all about Clayton Kershaw. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Opening day of the preseason, Al. He's going to break it all down. Break it down. Yeah. By the way, no, this you're is... going to break it down. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break gonna it down. You're going to fill me in. And uh, are we going to start giving a little bit of what's going to be on our taco on National Taco Day? Can we do that as well? Uh, can there's we? nothing wrong. To can put we on the break taco. that down as well? So we'll Let's do all do that coming up next. Day right here, Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. Cilantro. Chopped white onion mm -hmm. and a squeeze of lime, for me, is the perfect taco. On a corn tortilla, carne yep. asada, we've already established that carne asada is the base of the perfect taco on National Taco Day. But I want it simple, I want it clean, and I want a lot of them. Lime, cilantro, onion. Boom. All right, carne asada taco. Uh, we already mentioned corn tortilla. Sure. I'm, I, listen, I'm not saying I look down on people that go with a hard shell over a corn tortilla. I'm not saying I look down on you. But let's just say... I don't have your respect. All right. Well, that's, maybe that's going a little too okay. far. Okay. Keep going. All right. So, carne asada. I like that you're passionate about um, it. I want a little bit of cilantro. Definitely the white, white onions as well. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm, can I get a little guacamole on sure. there? Just a little guacamole on there. You. By the way, take that lime that you mentioned. A couple little, you know, just look. You don't acid. have to use the whole thing. A little, just a little, but little you bit. got a couple other tacos as yeah. well, as you could sprinkle on there. Now, th this is where I kind of get into my own little world. Okay. I want a little red salsa, and I want a little green sure. salsa. Sure. Christmas I want to kind of pick going. and choose. Maybe yeah. I don't. I, maybe I don't want both salsas on on this specific bite. Bite by bite, bite. <laughs> step by step, whatever it takes. You want a little green on this bite? Have a little green, Al. You want a little red on this bite? Have a little red. We don't have to make a decision. We don't have to go all the way in. That might be the greatest color commentating <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. I was calling the play-by-play, -play, and as a play-by-play -play person, I stopped because I'm like, the color is better. 
The color commenting is better. It's a pretty exciting day, National Taco. So you're you're why you not Taco kind of, Tuesday. Why, why didn't they move this well, thing to Tuesday? It's a, it's a good question. I don't like that you immediately just went hard shell taco. That you're going to judge them harshly. Look, I'm all I'm here to judge people. It's kind of one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> I, I enjoy that, but it's a different. It's it makes almost, me feel fast food American it, joint. I'm at Del Taco. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, but that's a pretty good taco. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not what we're talking about the 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 street taco is the taco Mm -hmm. but if we're saying if all of a sudden if you came over to my house and there's a a tray full of crunchy shell tacos you're not mad on national taco day (laughs) i don't feel like they should be getting any representation at the moment i've been to a a few authentic mexican joints and they have hard shell tacos yeah well especially like if they're the authentic kind where the the tortilla is fried in the grease yeah yeah Yeah, that those are usually flat aren't they not always not always sometimes they'll put the stuff in and the meat's even in there and then they put it in there and they fry it up and it kind of closes up and then you put the stuff on top the lettuce the tomato the hot sauce all like there's really no there's nobody right now driving around that's not pulling over to a taco (laughs) shop in the next 15 minutes with your description okay so we've gone carne asada is the goat Mm-hmm. We both agree that fish taco, fish taco. is I, I think That's so number two. I think so, too. What's You're going chicken. You're bringing chicken into the batting <sighs> order a little early. Chicken can't be your cleanup hitter. I'm going number three hitter, I Boya should say. number three. It's good. Yeah, I'm bringing in three. But it's easy to find. Listen, it's easy to get. It's, as it's, it as the general like manager of my team, I may get fired by tomorrow <laughs> because you might you might be, a lot of people might be saying carnitas. You know, there's carnitas a lot of other that, that, that could be coming into the mold. I'm, I'm taking that, it number look, three. Let's just really quickly. With the carnitas, you get the crispy bits, right? You get that what makes the carnitas there's a very damn good taco there, there's very tender meat obviously because it's been in that mm-hmm. copper pot if they're doing it right like all the oranges are in there you get a little of that citrus flavor but those little crispy edges on that carnitas come on well there's something about it too that means pollo asada if i'm going number three on my ranking mm-hmm. this is what it does what it's basically saying is now i'm depending more on all the toppings that come out, you don't have to do that with a carnitas. Carnitas can kind of carry its own weight a little Juicy. bit. It's yeah. Really, yeah, no, there's there's really yeah. no way to go. So here's the here's the last taco question before you break down mm-hmm. Laker game one of 943. Yes. Uh, beer, Mexican Coke, or horchata? Those are really the only three options. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have a glass of water if you want to make it worse. But. Margarita? Yeah, a little sweet for me, but not bad. Not bad. I just don't like margaritas specifically, but I get it. You're in the right neighborhood. Okay, this has always been my go-to. My go-to has always been an horchata. Yeah. That's always been my it's go-to. A, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, it's always been the go-to. Coke or beer, second? I'd go beer before I go Coke. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm not a big fan of Coke. Not, not even not in a that big glass fan of bottle, soda. Mexican Coke out of that crushed ice on the taco truck. You pull it out, it leaves that perfect little hole. It's been oh, ice cold Modelo. Yeah, good that's go. good too. Yeah, you can pull that, but sometimes that's not available. Like if you're getting from truck, sometimes there's not beers yeah. available. You got to go with that uh, Coca Cola. So did I miss anything? I'm going to be full, full disclosure. Yeah. I've looked at the box score from the Laker game yesterday. That's all I know. I know that LeBron, Westbrook, and uh, Melo didn't play. Did I miss anything? No, you didn't. I'm, I'm going to give you a couple dates that I want you to pay attention to. Okay, December 25th, Lakers play um, Brooklyn on Christmas Day. A month after that, January 25th, Lakers will be at Brooklyn. I'm not kidding, Trav. Those are going to be two of the most hyped-up yeah, games in the regular season you're going to see. So as much as we might look at yesterday's game and, you know, KD wasn't playing, getting a chance to be back at Staples Center, and I'm, you know, sitting in a direction where I'm looking at, okay, there's the Lakers bench. Is that Russ over there with LeBron and Carmelo? <laughs> they, these guys all hanging out. Then I'm looking over to the right side. Remember, Anthony Davis only played the first quarter, played 11 minutes. To the right side, I'm looking. I'm like, is that Kyrie, KD, 
Blake Griffin and James Harden just hanging out having a <laughs> poker game or something. Those games, the December 25th, the January 25th game I'm talking about, yes, it's preseason right now. You're not going to play a lot of your guys. There's no Nobody's going into an X's and O's of what happened yesterday. But I'm telling you, you want to get excited for some NBA basketball. Do you know how good these two teams are? I, I'm not – you know, Funches and I were talking about this. This might sound kind of stupid, but you're looking and like, oh, yeah, Paul Millsap, that's right, they got him in the office. Oh, yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge came back because he is is healthy enough to, to go now. Patty Mills is on that team, that's right. There are so many good players on both of these rosters that when we get into the regular season, trust me when I tell you this, that could be a finals preview with all these all these uh, stacked players on both squads. I go back to media day, and it felt like that. And I can't imagine having a second team in the building that's kind of in the mm-hmm. same situation, right? That As unbelievable as it was to just see the one Hall of Famer after the next, they got the same thing going on over there. And, and you know, who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but – it would feel disappointing if that wasn't the finals matchup that we got because just, just the star power. I can yeah. just the, the ESPN ad leading oh. up to the game is just going to be like nothing. Else. I got excited for Chargers Raiders tonight in the ESPN ad, and here I am kind of thinking back here. I'm like, what the hell would that look like? LeBron, KD, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, exactly the same thing. No, absolutely no difference in those two things at all. Monday Night Football is though is a huge game, but I need you to help me with something. I'm going to need you to walk me through this step by step. What do the Dodgers do at first base with Max Mm. Muncy down? We're going to do that. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Football season is back. Baseball playoffs are, well, they're right around the corner. They start tomorrow. And best of all, the safe return of live events means you can actually be there to see all the action with Vivid Seats. From seats on the 50-yard line to a bird's-eye view to parking passes, being there is all that matters. And get this, with Vivid Seats rewards, you can earn rewards like free tickets. All you have to do is collect stamps, redeem, and repeat. It's that easy. So grab your tickets today. Cheer on your favorite team from the stands. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats experience. Experience it live.